0: Hey, sisters and brothers, I have a new sponsor, my friends Gary and Mary Lou from AlkalineWaterSoGood.com. They are international Kangen water distributors. Kangen water is delicious water created from Enagic's innovative water technology. Enagic is a 56-year-old Japanese company with 40 offices in 23 countries, including an office in Manila and eight offices in the U.S., and it is the leading manufacturer of alkaline ionizers and water filtration machines in the world. Not only do these devices filter your tap water, but they also produce ionized alkaline and acidic waters through electrolysis. These waters can be used for various purposes, including drinking, cooking, beauty, and cleaning. Can you imagine never buying bottled water again? The plastic and bottled water often contains BPA and other chemicals, which are proven to be hazardous to your health. And how much fun is it lugging cases of it from the market, recycling it, and you know, plastic is an environmental nightmare. According to Gary, it's also a great way to add an additional income stream. He's been selling machines for over 12 years internationally, and everyone needs the healthiest water in the world. So, folks, if you have any questions about Kangen Water, check out their website at alkalinewatersogood.com. That's alkalinewatersogood.com. Or you can email them at gary at garyballin.com. You're listening to the Wolf's Den Radio Show Talk. Hello, sisters and brothers. This is another episode of WDRS Talk. The Wolf's Den Radio Show talk. It is episode twenty-three, and it's going to be another installment of stories from the road. Um, I'm not sure what part is it. I think it's part six or part seven. Um, and uh, I want to thank you very much for joining me again. We just had a a little break there because a couple of holidays were uh, mother- well, not a holiday, not an official holiday, but Mother's Day was there, and. Um, I, uh, same weekend, I celebrated my mom's birthday and also my patient's birthday. And, uh, and yesterday was my birthday as well. So, um, I want to thank everybody who's been greeting me on Facebook and everywhere else. Um, I'm really touched. I'm really humbled by your kindness and love. And, uh, I love you all back and thank you for your support. If you're listening to this show, Thanks for the support. Thank you for giving some time to listen to my bullshit. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. So, like I said, episode 23, we're going to have two more episodes after this. And uh, that's going to be the end of season one. And as I compile more interviews um, and fun things on uh, for season two, I'm going to need a little more time, so I just want to take a break after episode 25, which is coming up. But do enjoy this one. And before we go on, um, just some business here. Thank you very much to our sponsor, Kangen Water, Gary Ballin, and uh, Mamalu, who are uh, been uh, very supportive, supportive of the show. And do check it out, Kangen Water, uh, cleanwatersogood.com. And uh, it's really good. Um, you can use it for cleaning, for, for uh, your skin. And, uh, and if you drink it, it's alkaline water. And uh, that's the healthiest, healthiest water that you can, uh, that you can uh, drink. So do check them out. And if you want to uh, support the show... Apart from just listening, if you want to uh, put, a, put a, um, uh, a monetary value to your support, you are welcome to do so on the, uh, on the Anchor app. So if you see the post on Facebook, there's going to be a, um, a link there to Anchor at the bottom. And you can just click that and look for, on the homepage of WDRS Talk, you can just look for uh, donate the Donate button. And uh, if you do donate uh, some money into the show, I will send you a bunch of uh, WDRS stickers and uh, in return for your support. And uh, hey, man, it uh, all that money goes into the production of the show, the the maintenance of the equipment. So it always goes, goes to a good cause. And I really, really appreciate it. To those who have given and donated money thank you very much and for if you're thinking about it i appreciate it already all right moving on what else so uh and please do follow the channels that you're listening this to this podcast on if you're on uh, listening to this on youtube please uh um uh, support the channel um subscribe to the channel i mean and please like the episode because all of those things are analytics on the internet and it helps the the show uh be more visible to more people so uh don't just listen to it please like the episode like like the episodes uh subscribe to the channel and if you're on Spotify give the channel a follow and uh it all goes into the internet with the analytics as i said and uh, all of that information helps me, helps the show. And uh, that's how you do it. So thank you very much in advance. Thank you very much. And on with the show. All right, so this So this story, stories from the road part six. This is a triple play. Of uh, a really interesting story that happened back in 1996 Um, If you read the title of of the post You'll see what I mean So I'm I'm just going to go straight to it So our our, um, This happened on a Sunday I think it was in uh, September Because the Santana concert was in September I remember so this was in September, a Sunday, and we were scheduled to, uh, to uh, record or film uh, the Wolfgang music video for a song called Weightless, which was the uh, first single on uh, our second album called Semenalin. So, you know, and um, Sony Music had a really great marketing plan, and one of them was, of course, to produce music videos. And uh, this was this was going to be fun. This was uh, we had filmed uh, a previous music video um, for Arise, uh, for the first album. But this was more professional, um, and uh, I don't know. We were we were into it. So we get there, and uh, it, the first funny thing to happen is that uh, Monley Legaspi was a very shy person. Uh, especially during that time because you know we weren't uh, we weren't really used to publicity and especially music videos because you have to act in music videos, you know, at least try or at least try to. So he was very he didn't want to do it. So uh, Mon being Mon, he called in sick on the day of the music video on sa- on the Saturday. So he's like, I'm sick, guys. I can't make it. They're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Dude, we know you're not sick, but okay, it's okay, man. So, um, so we had to push through, but then we had to have someone sit in for Mon. And, uh, there was no one really who looked like Mon, but except for, uh, the bassist of Razorback, Louis Talan. And the only thing that was, uh, similar between the two guys were their hair, their long straight black hair, and their bass guitars. They're, they both used Warwick bass guitars at the time. And uh, so we're like, yeah, I just don't show Louis' face, and and it'll be fine, you know. So if you see, if you watch that Weightless music video, the bass player who is on the video is not Mon Legaspi but Louis Talan. So thank you, Louis, for sitting in. So anyway, we get there, um, we do our video, and uh, I think even our manager at the time, because he was there, they needed another person to be there, so he got into the film, and uh, it turned out pretty good. But um, the second part of this story happens, and I already knew this, is that Carlos Santana... Or the Santana band Was uh, playing in Manila uh, I think the day after Monday Either Monday or Tuesday After this this The day that I'm talking about So I was invited by, uh, by Tirso Repol Of Razorback again, uh, again. Um, He invited me To the press conference That was going to be held At uh, Manila Hotel on the same day, on that Sunday, on that day. And um, since uh, the, the, his girlfriend at the time was, uh, the, he, her family was the ones who were uh, running 99.5 RT, which was the major, which, which was the radio sponsor of the Santana concert. So they had access to whatever, you know, whatever that involved the show. So uh, they gave me access to, um, you know, I was invited by tears, so just come over, Manila Hotel meet me there and we'll bring you inside the rooms because I am a huge <laughs> you, have to, you have to understand people. I am a huge Sa- Santana fan. Carlos Santana is one of my major influences. one of my idols. Um, I looked up to him. With his music and his uh his philosophies in life um, and yeah, and uh this is my chance to to actually meet him, so I was really stoked and to prove to you how much of a fan I am of santana um, I knew that I was gonna be at the press conference like months before, and I actually. Got my first and only tattoo on my back, uh, which is the emblem of of carlos santana and if you if you um, if you check out the the album cover of the of the second album Abrahas or abraxas however you want to pronounce it um that angel on the cover with the uh, with the conga drums between her legs, uh, that is the tattoo that I got, and it is oh, it is on my whole back. <laughs> I got a full back tattoo, and that's it, just for the purpose of me showing it to Carlos Santana and having him sign my back with this autograph, and having that autograph tattooed. So that was. That was the main plan. That was the, the the plan. Plan A. That was Plan A. So, um, so once we were finished with the music video, we started uh, the music video. We started, I think, at nine a.m. or even earlier. And by the time it was three o'clock, we were done. Three or four o'clock, and I think the the press conference was at five. So from Sony Music, the Sony Music offices where we were filming uh, the the music video, that's in Shaw Boulevard in Pasig, I drive from there all the way to Manila Hotel. So if you're from Manila, you know how far that is. Uh, but in 1996, on Sunday on a Sunday, there was no traffic in Manila, in Metro Manila, in the whole of Manila. <laughs> There was no traffic at all. If it was a Sunday in 1996, there was zero traffic. So uh, I speed from from Shaw Boulevard all the way going through EDSA, going through Ross Boulevard, all the way up to um, Manila Hotel. And then I, I get inside. I see Tirso there, and he's like, Dude! Fucking yeah, we're about to start. Carlos is there, man. Carlos is there, and then, and then uh, when we turned the corner, and I was going into the 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 hallway into where the press conference was going to be, I saw Carlos Santana uh, right by the door, and he was waiting to go in. You know, he's on on standby and he was wearing i remember he was wearing very colorful clothes um he was wearing a suit and i think the suit was blue and his pants were maybe maybe fuchsia not not pink but maybe fuchsia that that you know the darker pink and and he had red shoes or blue shoes blue suede shoes and man he was he was on man he was Carlos was uh, very dapper and w- once I saw him I froze I was starstruck even he was. I, dis- I was looking at his back and I knew it was him because he had long curly hair and he was he was tall he was actually tall I, mean, I think Carlos Santana's about maybe 5'10 he's pretty tall so Tirso brings me over to him and he gets Carlos's attention and so um you know, we go up to Carlos Santana and and uh, Tirso get uh, gets his attention. He goes, "Hey, Carlos, I want you to meet a uh, a good friend of mine. This is Wolf. Wolf, this is Carlos." And then, of course, I'm all starstruck and shit, and I'm just looking at, I'm looking up at him because he's taller than I am. And uh, and then I shake his hand, and then he. What he does next is like blows my mind. He puts both his hands on my cheeks, so he's holding my face, and he looks into my eyes, and he goes, "I love you, wolf. I love you, man." And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like looking at him like, "I love you too. I love you. Too. I love you too." Of course, I didn't cry, but inside I was crying from uh, from happiness and you know just meeting your idol and then your idol just happens to be cool and he happens just happened to be very nice and gracious to you at that time you know so yeah man it was it was it was awesome so you know it, it was time for him to go into the room to start the conference and i'm there i'm freaking out i'm giddy like a little kid you know and uh I just met one of my idols, so that was cool so anyway, um press conference starts they they talk about stuff and then they they had a uh q and a Q&A portion at the end so uh you know, I got up there i i <laughs> I asked a really stupid question that was not probably gonna happen, but my question was um if Carlos and uh if, if if he was going to work with uh, the original drummer Michael Shreve, again, if there ever was a plan to do it, uh, or you know, anything at all, and he goes, "Well, not really, but I'm still friends with the guy, you know, we still talk, we still uh, keep in touch, so you never know. So it never happened until 2016 or 17. Or even 2018, I think 2018, and the original Santana band reunited. Carlos Santana, Michael Shreve uh, um, gosh, uh, I know, I know, I know all of these. Um, who's, who played Oh no, Benny Redfield played bass on this album, uh, and uh, the the original conga player, Michael Carabello and uh and it was um yeah, Greg Rowley on vocals and keyboards, so most of the original Santana band reunited for a Santana Four album that came out in two thousand eighteen, so it did happen but but after a very long time at at least it happened, and that was the answer to my question um so the press conference moves on. And finally, it's the end. So Carlos gets up. The, he was with his manager. And they start making their way through the crowd to exit the room. And there were a couple of other fans in there that had guitars. They wanted their guitars to be signed. So he signed their guitars. And while he signs a couple of guitars, and then I really had to show him the that, 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 that tattoo that I, I, uh, I got for him and so they were you know going through the crowd a lot of photographers a lot of press people of course and then he finally gets to me and I go Carlos I gotta before you go I gotta tell you how much I love you man and how much I support you and he goes I love you too man it's like no you don't understand that's what I said it's like no you don't understand man so I turn around and I lift up my shirt and I show him my tattoo on my back and him and his manager, because they were, you know, they were, they were uh, hustling and bustling to get out of that room, but they stopped in their tracks and they were like, "Whoa!" and uh and Carlos is like, "Whoa, my God, what's that?" It's like, "That's how much I love you, Carlos." And then the manager goes, "Yeah, it's like that's a real fan right there." And then I go, "Carlos, you gotta, you gotta sign that," and I'm gonna have your. Your autograph tattooed too. It's like okay, and then he signs my back, and as soon as he puts pen the the the, the pen to my back, all the all the photographers, all the cameras go off, and uh, until now, i I have never found any photos that. Of, of, that were taken of that moment and if you know anybody or if you were a photographer at that press conference, if you know anybody who took those pictures please, please, please contact me so that happened and it was great, he left the room and um, and uh, that was the end of that part but the third part coming up my day was not over Hey, sisters and brothers, I have a new sponsor, my friends Gary and Mary Lou from AlkalineWaterSoGood.com. They are international Kangen water distributors. Kangen water is delicious water created from Enagic's innovative water technology. Enagic is a 56-year-old Japanese company with 40 offices in 23 countries, including an office in Manila and eight offices in the U.S., and it is the leading manufacturer of alkaline ionizers and water filtration machines in the world. Not only do these devices filter your tap water, but they also produce ionized alkaline and acidic waters through electrolysis. These waters can be used for various purposes, including drinking, cooking, beauty, and cleaning. Can you imagine never buying bottled water again The plastic and bottled water often contains BPA and other chemicals, which are proven to be hazardous to your health. And how much fun is it lugging cases of it from the market, recycling it, and you know, plastic is an environmental nightmare. According to Gary, it's also a great way to add an additional income stream. He's been selling machines for over 12 years internationally, and everyone needs the healthiest water in the world. So, folks, if you have any questions about Kangen Water, check out their website at alkalinewatersogood.com. That's alkalinewatersogood.com. Or you can email them at gary at garyballin.com. A friend of mine who worked at the television station of NU107 on on TV, I think, Um, and... uh, She was there, I'm talking about Lee Laureano, and she was there and she said, she she pulled me aside and said that, um, Hey Wolf, Jason Husted is in town and he wants to jam with some local guys. And we already knew that Jason Husted was in in Manila to to promote uh, the... Um, what album was that? The Load album that came out in 1996. So Jason Eusted was in town. Everybody knew that, uh, but nobody knew that he wanted to jam. And uh, Club, Dread, Club Dread was closed. He, he was usually closed on Sundays, but Lee said, "You know, Patrick Redenbach is gonna Redenbach is uh, gonna open Club Dread for this." So I was like. Fuck yeah, you sign me up. You know, Wolfgang, you know, we'll play. So, um, I speed back from Manila Hotel. I go back to Pasig to to the Sony offices in uh, Shaw Boulevard because I had to tell Manuel and Basti who were there. I mean, and Mon wasn't there because he called in sick. So I speed all the way from Manila Hotel going back to. Pasig, Shaw Boulevard, Sony Music offices. I run down, I run up the stairs, I look for them and, and you know, it's a Sunday, so the office is, is closed and there's no one there. And they're upstairs in the break room and I just, like, it was a, a classic like classic scene from the movies. I slide through the, the, the floor and I'm like, Jason Houston wants to jam and, and we're going to Club Dread right now. And then Budwell was there and Basti was there and uh, Wally Chamsei of uh, Sony Music, the, dire- the director, managing director. And they all stood up right away, no questions asked. We ran to our cars, Wally came along, I think, and then we sped off to to Club Dread. And, you know, there were people there already. And um, the TV cameras of NU107 were there already. Lee was there. It's like, okay, Wolfgang's here. And uh, there was already a band playing inside. And when we go, and then he, Lee goes, yeah, Jason Sierra, already. He's jamming inside. And if you've been to Club Dread in uh, Edsa, there are two rooms. <clears throat> there's the main, the, the the lounge, when you enter. Um, you know, there's a bar there. There are tables there. You can, you know. And then there is the, the band room you know where the band plays it's a separate room so we go in and it's jason newsted on the stage and he was jamming with the boys from uh sky church oh well, i think they were still electric sky church at the time and they were fucking they were going off man of course you know who better to jam with jason New- newsted than the the best thrash metal band at the time which was Electric Sky Church. And uh it was it was it was awesome, you know. Jason Eustad was a normal looking guy, he had jeans, black t-shirt and his and his he uh he was wearing a he was using a five-string bass. I forget which uh what brand it was, but we watched and we were just like, Man, this is so cool and there were not there were not a lot of people in there because this was a secret gig. This was pre cell phone. Pre cell phones, only pagers. So if you didn't know, if you you know, if Patrick or, or whoever didn't call you from a landline or paged you and not no not I mean most people did did not have pagers at the time. And there were zero cell phones. So there was no texting. Uh, so it was a very select amount of people in there, and I'm sure if they're still around, man, I'm sure they remember that gig. So we wait around, and then Skychurch does the thing, and then uh, oh, and then uh, I think Cabrin Cabrera of uh, Datus Tribe, he was singing vocals on 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 when on top of their playing. Uh, you know, nothing specific, but. He was there. I remember that. Yeah, he had a, he had a very high, screechy voice. It was cool, man. And uh, so we were up next. Um, Jason did not leave the stage. He just stayed up there, waited for the next guys. And uh, I think Patrick uh, introduced us on stage, and he introduced us on on the, on the mic. And there you go. And then um, I just I just look at Jason said, He was on my right and he starts playing and and he starts playing a riff out of nowhere you know and i follow i just followed the way his his head was moving you know he's starting the headbang not really headbang but just you know, going through a rhythm and i was there and then i caught his rhythm on the hi hat and we 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 just we just went off and uh, I, prob- I probably probably <laughs> i most probably sped it up and then manuel came in with his guitar and then basti was just you know, reciting whatever. You know, we were just jamming. It was just a, a real jam, man. And it would just blow my mind when I would turn to the right and Jason Newstead is there, and he's in right, and right. Man, by this time he's head banging. He is head banging. He is. He. Uh, he is. Uh, when when the when the jam gets starts to get hot, and he's just head banging and he's starting to drool. He's starting to drool, and we're like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, fucking, I'm making Jason to drool. This is fucking, this is fucking blowing my mind. It's blasting my mind. It's not mind blowing, it's mind blasting. And, and, uh, I think we go to another song, which is, uh, a little faster. I don't know. I, I, I it's a blur. I remember the first song that, the first jam that we did, but after that it was just a blur. And then, he was just really gracious man. he was like he was like "Fuck yeah, it was cool man you know um, And then we, we get off stage and he does you know he does his thing, he gets interviewed uh, by whoever presses there. and we get interviewed as well and uh, and that was it man. We just shook hands and said goodbye and I never saw him again, you know and he went back to Metallica. And they did load and reload and st. Anger and the drama, and then he was fired or he quit, and you know. But I was, I, I'll always be a big supporter of uh, Jason Newstead, man, because he was aside from jamming with him and him being a cool guy and being gracious and friendly and, and just motherfucking, open-hearted to the music, to the beat that you know, that me and, and the other guys from Wolfgang were, 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 were giving him. And he was absorbing it and he was he was he loved it and it was cool man. It was a really cool jam, a really cool experience. I'll never forget it. Um and then that's it. And then um we went home and now it's just a story. And uh that was a really eventful Sunday Filming the Wolfgang video of Weightless, meeting Carlos Santana, and then jamming with Jason Newsted at the end. Oh, by the way, um, I was still planning to have the the autograph of Carlos Santana tattooed on my back, but when I took off my shirt, the the autograph was gone because I was sweating, and you know the you know the the pen the ink just washed away, and I never got the autograph of Carlos Santana uh, tattooed on my back but somehow it it didn't you know I don't care it was worth it because I got to, I got to jam with Jason Newstead, and uh, so there I hope you like that story it I'll never forget it and uh, I wouldn't believe it myself if it didn't happen to me but it did so I hope you guys enjoyed it. So that's it, man. Um, story from, stories from the Road Part 6 or Part 7, whatever it is. Episode 23 of WDRS Talk. I'm going to see you again next week for another great interview and another great interview after that. So uh, up, to, up, up, up to episode 25 and then we're going to have... Uh, episode 25 is going to be the season finale And I'm going to compile, take a break, take a little break and compile more interviews for you guys so that it will be more consistent. And I really, really appreciate your support. And uh, that's it. I'll see you guys soon, man. Peace out. Smoke marijuana, (laughs) legalize cannabis, and spread love. And uh, I'll see you next next week, folks. I love you guys. Bye-bye.